here with Western United midfielder, goal scorer extraordinaire in the purple patch of his life, Steve Lustiger. Welcome to the green room. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you out here at Panenka Food Store. You've been around this, this part of the world before? Yeah, I have. I've, I've came in a few times here. Um, Dolphin football when it first opened, and the cafe here, and it's, you know, it's unbelievable, uh, unbelievable setup here. You know, they've got the great facility there, great, great store there, and cafe. Yeah, it's, it's a really good setting here. Well, we're sorely tempted by the artificial pitch, Lockie. I think we're going to have to go yeah. for a kick afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the one actually in Sydney as well. Um, we've got a pretty cool pitch here, but this one looks pretty, pretty cool. And, wouldn't mind getting on there for a few, few shots of foul. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in the form that you're in, uh, we can't blame you for wanting to have a few, few cracks at the target. What's yeah. the secret? What's what's clicked this season? Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, you know, it's I'm not playing really in an attack position, just sort of, you know, scoring goals, getting positions. I've been playing mostly as all the games. But I've been playing as, you know, holding midfield up with um, mostly with Phil Kenny as, as a 2 6 as we play. Um, and, you know, in that position, you know, we're not really. You know, you don't really get forward that much and get really opportunities to score, but, you know, we do a lot of the running, a lot of the dirty work, um, you know, building up from the back. But I found myself in a few, you know, goals from positions. Um, you know, I do like to get on the edge of the box and try getting myself in those positions. And, you know, I found myself in those positions so far this season and, you know, I've scored a few goals, which is, which is good. Do you think maybe coming from that deeper position in midfield sort of helps you in terms of getting forward to score those goals? Like, sometimes your, your attacking midfielder isn't necessarily tracking you and you're yeah, just well, able to ghost? It is, yeah. It's definitely um, a position where you're untracked, you know, if you're making late runs in the box. And, you know, I do like to find myself in those positions because, you know, I do fancy myself, you know, throughout my career I have scored, you know, goals from midfield. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm playing a lot more of a defensive role this season and I'm enjoying that a lot. Um, you know, I've got a great partnership with Neil at the moment and, you know, we're working well together. Um, but like I said, you know, I've popped up in a few positions there and, you know, had a crack and they've gone in, yeah. Your cousin is Steven Ugarkovic, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, no, Steve's my first cousin, yeah, yeah. Unreal, so two of the uh, A-League's stalwart central midfielders. What's it like coming up against your cousin on the pitch? Yeah, no, it's good, yeah. It's, we, we've come against each other a few times now, to be honest, um, when I was at Brisbane Royal and Wanderers and now at West United. So um, definitely, here yeah, we grew up, you know, in the, mm. in the backyard. Like he, 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 was, he, he was born in Sydney, I'm from Canberra, but obviously we spent a lot of time together. Mm. Um, and you know, we grew up, you know, kicking the ball uh, together in the backyard, competing with each other, you know, a lot of training sessions together we did, even though he was you know, a few years younger than me, we still, you know, grew up in that football environment, that football family, which, you know, ultimately, you know, helped us become professional football players. It's crazy how, like, full of coincidences life can be, not just the fact that your cousin's a professional footballer, he plays in the same league as you, same position as well, but you're also both quite versatile midfielders in terms of like being able to play a lot of different roles. Obviously, you've been playing as a six recently. You were put forward into that 10 position on the weekend. How do you manage like fitting into all those different roles in midfield? Is it just experience? Yeah, just experience. You know, I'm comfortable in, in all positions. You know, I'm obviously a central midfielder, but I'm comfortable, you know, as a six and eight and, you know, whatever role. You know, the coach wants me to play or the team's playing, I'm, I'm comfortable in all those positions. So, you know, obviously with experience as well, you know, understanding the role, what the, what, what the coach wants from you, um, you know, obviously, you know, playing abroad as well and playing in different leagues has obviously helped that as well. So, um, in terms of that, for me personally, it's not a problem playing in, in different positions. Well, let's talk a bit about that experience. You know, 
got your first break at Gold Coast United back in the day and then the overseas crap came out of the blue to, to Hajduk split, a massive team in Croatia. Are you a Hajduk fan? Yeah, massive Hajduk fan, yeah. It, I read there was a family connection to Hajduk as well. Yeah, my, um, my grandfather's cousin was a, was a legend of the club, uh, right. former player and former coach, so um, yeah. Third highest appearance holder, yeah, Slavko. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, he won championships as a coach as well. And a lot of goals, scored a lot of goals for them as well. So it's definitely a club. It, it must have been unreal for you to to pull on that same jersey and, yeah, and share me, those experiences. Yeah, growing up, you know, supporting Hazard Split, it's it's not you know just like a typical club. You know, you're sort of born supporting Hazard, and I was sort of I was definitely born, you know, when I grew up. I had, Straight away, you know, my father instilled in me, hey, look, split, that's the, that's the team that we support. And, you know, he's got no choice. And, you know, obviously going there as a youngster as well, I went there as a seven, eight year old on holiday, experiencing going to the stadium, watching them play, um, experiencing the atmosphere, the fans, how much the club means to the city, to the region in Croatia. It's, you know, it was something really special and eye-opening. And, you know, I was, like I said, a massive, massive fan growing up. And, you know, I went there a number of times throughout, like, you know, as a teenager and, you know, always always said, I want to play for Hayek Split. That was, you know, it was never like Barcelona or not Manchester United or, you know, one of the top clubs. It was, I mean, it was for some reason, it was Hayek Split. That was the club that I wanted to play for. And fortunately for me, it was, you know, obviously during my truth to be able to play for them and uh, playing some big games there as well as, you know, a young player. Mm. Definitely a great experience and something that I'll never forget. Well, you bring up the subject of big games and in the main area here at Panenka Food Store, there's a little mural to some of the, the game's greats and a few of them have, uh, you know, listed in their former clubs Inter Milan and of course, you got to play against Inter yeah, at no, San Siro. Played, Take uh, us through that experience. Really qualify against them. Two-league game, first league, I was on the bench. It's clear we lost 3-0. Uh, we got smashed 3-0. Uh, it was a full stadium, unbelievable atmosphere. I think Coutinho, pretty sure he scored that game. He played for Inter Milan at the time. Yeah. They had a top team, Schneider, Melito, Zanetti. They had a so they had a really unbelievable Well, team. that was the team that won the Champions League and mm. everything. Yeah, yeah the treble. it was pretty much it. Um, most of those players, yeah. And then we went to the San Siro with a 3-0, you know, lost going to that game. And we ended up winning that game 2-0. Um, so we were just one goal short of going to extra time and I came on that game at San Siro which was an unbelievable experience to come on there, it was you know, 40, 45,000 fans there, um, it was a great experience. But the biggest game you played in for Hydrox Split has got to be the derby, right? Yeah, the derby was unbelievable. I mean, another big one was against Barcelona. That was actually my first game. That was the 100th anniversary yeah, of the club and was, you made your debut yeah. against Iniesta. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. So that was my first game, came on uh, last 30 minutes and pretty much I've been marking yesterday that whole second half and we drew new law um, that game. That yeah, you did your job then? Yeah, we did our job to be honest. And it was, uh, they had a good team now. You know, I think uh, the only missing Messi and one or two other players, but they had all the other players played. That's when Pep was coached there and I remember Pep gave our team a big rap after the game saying, you know, he was really surprised at the level of the team and you know, the atmosphere of the stadium said so he never experienced anything like it. And it's come from Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Um, you know, the atmosphere was unbelievable, obviously. Sold out stadium, we celebrated 100 year anniversary. It was, you know, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Was there a particularly like big lesson you took out of marking and, and following Andres Iniesta around the, on yeah, the pitch? I was, you know, I was 20 year old, making my debut, sort of you know, in awe of him, but knowing that he'd absolutely got a job to do. And you know, I did, you know, I was 
obviously very nervous, my first game, you know, full stadium, um, but did, did alright, so I was pretty happy after the game. Did you go for the shirt swap? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> You got it still? Yeah, I got oh. it. Amazing. Wow, <laughs> that's got to be a treasure. There might be a few people who come to Penenka who might be thinking about trying to steal that jersey. So the derby against uh, Dinamo in Croatia is the, the be all and end all. It's, it's live or die essentially and, and the ultras you know, really get into it, obviously. It's a pretty intimidating atmosphere. Do you, do you think having the, the surname, well, I guess they say uh, Lushtica over yeah. there, but uh, did that help you with with your your uh, relative being a legend of the club that put really, you in the good books? Really. No? To be honest, you judge like, purely on your own performances. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, there is a bit of a background there and that, um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta obviously perform. And, and, They're a pretty demanding group of fans, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like I said, leading up to that derby game, we, we actually went away for a whole weekend on an island, crossing split, um, just to get away from split, um, just to have our own sort of, and even over there, you, you still, there's fans everywhere, you know what I mean? Anywhere you go around. Because uh, split is the perfect getaway, it's paradise basically, yeah, but you have yeah. to get away from the supporters exactly. and the leader. But even when you go away, there's still, Hayden still support all around Croatia, so wherever we went, we were bombarded um, by supporters, um, but yeah, just the, the lead up to the, to, to the Derby, Derby week is, is you know another experience as well that we experience, and um, yeah, like I said, it's something that I'll yeah. It's funny we, we interview a lot of players here and. Some players, it's, it's just a job for them. You know, they, they do their job and they totally check out off the pitch. And so, some players seem to, to live football off the pitch as well. And it's a, their hobby and their obsession as well as their profession. Which camp do you fall into? Definitely the obsession. I, I, I could yeah. guess from well, the way you were speaking. Yeah. Before, the, the little insight into behind the scenes. When, when Steve first arrived, one of the first things that we talked about was the NPL Victoria. I don't, I don't think you start talking about the NPL unless you are dead serious about, about football in the country. I grew up watching the NSL, you know. Because your dad played for Canberra. Yeah, my, 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 my dad played in the old NSL for Canberra City. Uh, and yeah, he, he introduced me to the game, you know. He, he's the one that you know, introduced me um, and I fell in love with the game. And like I said, you know, growing, growing up in Canberra, you know, we didn't really have much football. So, you know, I used to watch, the, you know, the NSL. We used to drive to, to Adenza Park, which Sydney United, that was the team that I supported. My old man used to drive me to Canberra there and we used to watch a lot of their home games. So, you know, I was, you know, I could name in those generations nearly every player, you know, in the NSL. And I'm pretty mad at football. I remember every Tuesday afternoon, I would wait 4 pm for the Soccer Weekly um, the newspaper that would come out. You know, I've got them at home, I've got about 100 of them still in boxes, That's you know. Great. So, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah. So, if if Western United are ever doing a trivia night, that you are the person that, that everyone else wants on the team. Yeah, for, for NSL and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff, no problem. What's the camaraderie like in the group at the moment? And the, the because you're top of the table, mm. something's got to be going right. Yeah, it's, it's great at the moment. You know, we like I said, we, we, we you know I keep saying we start the season more, but you know it's not the start of the season. We're you know, midway through the season now, and we're still we're still performing very well. And, you know, and it's not by chance that either. You know, I know a lot of people are talking about the one nil victories. You know, maybe a bit of luck here and there. I can guarantee you, it's definitely not luck. Mm. You know, it's a lot of hard work. Um, 
a lot of preparation, a lot of discipline that's gone into it to those results. Um, you know, like I said, we had a great preseason. John's come in and you know, he's, he's been great with, with the boys. Um, you know, he's, he's given the boys a lot of confidence as well um, to go out and enjoy and obviously you know, he's brought in his structures as well that, that we all follow, obviously. Um, and, you know, there's a reflection of that on the field with, with, with the results so far. We, we can see, obviously, for our own eyes, the, the differences that, that John coming in has made uh, on the pitch. But I, I want to dig a little bit deeper into this sort of off-field culture because every single player that we speak to on this program seems to be speaking really glowingly about the atmosphere in the dressing room and the buy-in that the players have got to what's John, what John's bringing to the club. Obviously, you've been here for a few years, experienced different managers. What do you think have been the, the big changes that, that John's made specifically to sort of make that dressing room environment a, what seems like a really fun place to be around. He's come in and straight away he's, he's brought a positive energy amongst the group. You know, he hasn't put any any demands on the, or expectations in terms of we gotta, you know, we gotta we all know that we want to we want to, everyone wants to win, win the championship, win the grand final. That's that's without saying. You know, mm. so we've taken a step by step. Gradually we, we, we've been building and and, that, and then we, we, we've seen that with, that, with our uh, with our performances and results, but you know, John's come in and like I said, he's brought a you know togetherness where everyone's together, everyone's on the same path, everyone everyone believes in, in what he's what he's um, the information that he's giving us, and like you said, everyone everyone's on the same wavelength, um, mm. and everyone's believing. That, that's the biggest thing. The group's really strong, really together, um, and like I said, there's, there's a lot of positivity around around the playing group at the moment. Um, and you know, really enjoying it as well. You know, there's, mm. there's really enjoyment. You know, you never get sick of winning games. You know, yeah. and especially after the dressing room when we sing our theme song together. You know, it's something that we look forward to, and you never get sick of that feeling, that winning feeling. Doesn't matter. You know, you play well, you don't play well. Ultimately, that winning feeling, you, you, you can't beat that. And you know, we've sort of. You know, we 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 made that good habit so far of you know singing that song at the end of the game, mm. and it's it's brought the group closer together. And you know, I'm sure that we'll continue to work hard and continue to you know strive for, for those results. Yeah, well, I think I think most people have seen and enjoyed watching those um post-match celebrations in the change rooms and. Some of the players seem to enjoy, you know, quite a lot. Maybe a little bit too much. You, you've got a few eccentric characters in the dressing yeah, room. Do you think that helps? Yeah, yeah. We've got, we've, got, we've got a mixture of a lot of different characters, which is good. You know, we've got you know Diamante, and we've got Lockie Wales, and we've got Ryan Scott. We've got, I mean, let's <laughs> just name some players. But you yeah. know, the, the group's really, um, it's a positive group. Yeah, it's it's really a lot of positive energy, um, and. Yeah, it's it's all it's all working well. So, what's the plan for your career then? You've signed on for another year at Western United. Um, you know, easy decision for the club to sign you up again, considering you're scoring so many goals from midfield. Uh, but is this somewhere you want to stay for you know the foreseeable future? Yeah, look, I'm enjoying myself. You know, at Western United. Ever since I came to the club, I've really enjoyed my time 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 at Western United. And for now, it's just you know step by step. You know, um, you know, I was just signed up for another season and, and looking forward to. To staying on at the club, and hopefully we can have some success and you know win some trophies, which is ultimately what, mm. what, what we want to do. Um, so uh, at the moment in my career, you know, I'm just focus, focusing on that, not looking too far ahead, and we'll see what happens. Well, you mentioned the the trophy intentions. How do you look at at what remains of the season? Obviously, it's still super tight. There are plenty of teams to play catch up games, but you guys at the moment are the front runners. How do you see the, the, the remainder of the season? Are you just taking it one game at a time? One game at a time. You know, there's some quality games 
Houston today, and Melbourne City, Sydney FC, and Melbourne Victory. You know, there's, there's, every, every game in the A League is hard, you know. Um, so definitely taking it game by game, you know, we've got a busy schedule coming up now as well, um, a lot of games. And, you know, like I said, for us, it's just step by step, you know, we're not putting any pressure or any expectations on ourselves. We just want to keep improving, keep performing, and I'm sure the results will, will follow. Well, we wish you the best of luck uh, in Ballarat on the weekend and uh, best of luck for the rest of the season as well. Western United, top of the table, keep scoring, keep winning. There's something special coming at the end. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. So, no, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it.